people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Paul Alexander's Liberty Hour, brought to you by America Out Loud Talk Radio. <clears throat> you know that my um, talk show goes to podcast the following day. You can get it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Before I get going, let me just say, give a shout out to Malcolm and his team for what they're doing every week, um, helping people like McCullough, Reish, Bregans, etc., Host their shows. Malcolm has been one of the champions who've given us a voice uh, in this work cancer culture. And you know, the reality is, you know, I could bring a show where I could interview different people and spend a show talking to one person, make it very simple. But right now, in this year 2024, that has now begun. First of all, I know I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Happy New Year to you guys and your families. And I wish you. And everyone the best 2024, success and peace. But we have so many things burning all at once. And um, it's just hard to keep up and hard to stay focused. So I'm trying to, uh, to talk, but to give as much information as possible, to make the discussion as rich as possible. And uh, you know, I write a daily... Um, a substack, a blog. The address is Alexander COVID News. That is A L E X A N D E R space COVID space news. And um, I write about everything COVID, but I have shifted towards a very broad, a broad, um, don't, how should I say, arena in the sense that I want to cover health and wellness, but politics too in general, especially coming uh, presidential election midterms 2024 in November. This basically is the most consequential election in our history. I think if, if, if the right person as president doesn't come in, America could be lost. We are there. We're very close right now. We are, so to speak, circling the drain. And it's courtesy of the Biden administration, the rhinos, the Trump haters, the deep state cabal, the DC cabal, the me, you know, academia, elites, etc. The hidden hand, I would call them, the unseen hand that has a role in our daily lives, working to subvert and destroy us. We have a situation right now where we, we have an election coming and we have President Trump 
who left the courts, the work courts, the corrupt, inept, crooked courts, judges, they're doing everything to expose Trump. And I want to warn you people, I believe President Trump, someone will take, a, will take a whack at him. They will try to shoot him. I believe so. Because not even the Secret Service could protect him every time he enters New York or Miami, etc. Those courthouses. And I believe the Democrats, the Attorney General, Letitia, etc. They know what they're doing. They're exposing him. So, and they're amping up their supporters so that somebody could take a whack at Trump. They fail to forget that Trump has an 80 to 90 million standing army. He's the only person in the world with such arm to their teeth. Armed to their teeth. They know their rights. Law-abiding people. If wrong is done to Trump, <clears throat> I don't know how they will react. Now, I don't know really what to touch base with on tonight. We always want peace, civil society. But here we also standing by and watching courts and the Biden administration doing everything it can to rob Trump of his rights, his freedom, his due process. And they're bringing all sorts of charges and cases to him that really smacks of pettiness, smacks of jealousy, smacks of a political opponent using the legal system to go after your opponent. The sitting government is using the Justice Department, lawyers, etc., attorney generals, illicitly to try to take out their opponent so they wouldn't face him in the polls fairly. They're doing everything to imprison him or get him assassinated. Um, there's a report right now in the news that I think is important because we may go, you know, we may get through it one day and then the next day we're in nuclear war. And it has to do with the Houthis, etc., who use a drone and attacked a base. I think it's called Tower 22 in Jordan. But I think there's a lot of controversy right now as to where exactly this base is, this tower, this little complex with, with U.S. soldiers. Because some say it's in Jordan, some say it's actually a button into Syria, some say Iraq. It's a very, I'm um, trying to get answers on this is very difficult. It's like trying to climb Hadrian's wall. But the most important part of the story is that three United States troops were killed and many, many dozens severely injured. And we have the neocons in the Congress, in the Senate, calling for open war to Iran tonight. Mitch McConnell, the minority leader of the Senate, is calling for striking Iran immediately, Tehran. He said, go to Tehran. And nuke warning also. This could spiral out of control. Look, 
there's no question that the United States in five minutes could launch an attack and, and reduce Iran to glass. Basically rubble the entire country in five minutes. But we don't want civilian casualties. We don't want innocent people to pay. We don't want children hurt. But we have to punish Iran and the Houthis for this attack. Biden is saying the United States military will respond when it chooses. <clears throat> That's a whole load of bullshit. Biden and they don't want to respond. And their hands seem to be tied right now. But we won't let them off the hook. We want Iran punished. We need to expose them to the interior cargo bay of a B-1 bomber or two or three, dropping its car load, its payload, into Tehran. We need that. This is a very serious matter. Another serious matter that we face is the issue of our borders. And um, Michael Savage always say that what is key is borders, language, upholding your borders, your language, and your culture. And, you know, over the decades, I listened to him even when he went to podcast. And it always made sense to me. A nation is defined by its borders. A nation is defined by rules of law, law and order. A nation is defined by its language. A nation is defined by its culture, its, its customs, etc. But the way I see it is the Biden administration. Imagine you have a sitting, existing president of the United States who, for all intents and purposes, has invaded America. President Biden has invaded his own country with those illegals coming out to the southern border and even some coming from the Canadian northern border. <laughs> you have rapists, murderers, Chinese nationals of military age, Muslim Islamic nationals of military age, 30 years old. If you are a strong, vibrant, healthy male, why are you leaving your country? If your country is a shithole and a hellhole as it is, in all those North African, all those Middle Eastern countries, all those countries that, that people are coming from, even South American countries, shitholes and hellholes, all of them, every single one is a shithole and a hellhole. All they're good for is making drugs and selling drugs up into America. The people live like dogs. A thousand years could pass and you'll come and find them in the same position. They're corrupted. But not to say Americans and Canadians and British people. Not also corrupted too. Not to say that at all. But we have a situation with our southern border. And unless the border is closed... America is in some serious trouble. President Biden must today close the United States border for the next 10 to 15 years across the board. Stop all immigration. All. Those in the pipeline right now who have cases going through the system already in some queue, 
complete those. But no more cases, no relatives, no mommy, no daddy, no brother, no sister, nothing. Stop all. No more. Until they get a proper accounting within the American homeland. Close the border. Seal it. With Canada also. Seal it. We have, since President Biden is president, figures up to 10 million people. I need you to grasp and let that fool around in your head a little bit. 10 million people have approached the United States borders, principally 99.5%. 99.99% I, I was actually reading. In the southern border, coming out of Mexico, Honduras, El Salvador, all those countries. Approximately 10 million people. And approximately 2 million of them are what we call gotaways, where the customs, the border services could not handle them, could not apprehend them. They, they, they just got away. They ran through the, the, the opening. They just get, got away. They came through late at night. The Sicarios got them across the river, got them into America, blah, blah, blah. These are people who are unvetted. We do not know the name and we do not know where they are in America. But they're deep inside America. I argue with you and I tell you now, I believe 100%, 100%, not if, but when, we are going to have a mass terrorist attack in America. We have terror cells within America right now, silent, waiting to attack. Remember Tashfin Malik, San Bernardino. Remember Omar Martin. Pulse nightclub. Remember Major Hassan Nadal, the military doctor who killed a bunch of soldiers. Remember these people, they were in America. What Obama and Biden did during the Obama administration is monstrous. What George Bush did in his time, what Clinton did, what Biden is doing now, he's invaded America. They have let military age males flood inside the interior of America. And they have one motive, that's to hurt America. Which sane nation, again, which sane nation would allow military-aged males to pour across the border and not vet them properly and let them get deep inside of the interior? You don't even know their name. And these people come to kill. They come to rape your daughters. Like how they raped their way across Europe and gang-raped her. That's what they're here to do. Trump was right. Rapists, murderers, jihadists, Muslims. Muslim North African jihadists. Muslim Middle Eastern jihadists. Islamists. Killers. One minute, they're committing crimes within the shithole and the hellhole Middle Eastern and North African countries. I tell you, if you go away for 10,000 years, I want you to understand that number. 10,000 years and come back around in the future world, you will find these idiots the same way as today. The same way. We need to leave them there in their filth. 
as I said, of the six million crossed into America and dealt with border services. There are about three to four million since Biden is in power. Almost four years now. They have gotten away. Do you have to understand that? They're called Godaways. Don't know where they are, we don't know the name. And when we model based on how many terrorists approach the border in the millions that were processed under Biden and just sent, away, sent their merry way into America for their future hearing that they will never attend. Of the few millions that got away, when we model the data, we are estimating that between 93 to 100 of them are hardened, hardcore, militant Islamic terrorists. They are in America and they will kill Americans. ISIS style, mass murder style. So it's something we need to be very concerned about. Biden invaded America. We are in trouble. Every single illegal in America today and for the last 30 to 35 years must be deported if Biden cannot do it. Man, woman, and child. President Trump, first hour being sworn in, must sign executive order, deport all including children, out of America. Thank you. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our Redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Asiya, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the second hour of the Dr. Paul Alexander's uh, Liberty Hour brought to you at America Out Loud. Once again, you know my Substack, Alexander COVID News. Um, please, please subscribe. I have it for free. It's Alexander COVID News. Please Google it and find it. And please subscribe. It's free. There's a $29 yearly fee. If you want to subscribe, please. If you want to support me, please subscribe. The yearly fee. But if not, you, it can remain free. 
and just be a free subscriber so I could send you the information that I do daily, the blogs that I write. Also, um, don't forget my book, Presidential Takedown. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and uh, Amazon. I provide technical support with McCullough and Rich, Marcus, etc., to the wellness company. You can find them at twc.health. That's twc.health, and you will stumble across a new nascent company trying to revolutionize healthcare and uh, bringing you a range of supplements, nutraceuticals, etc., that may be beneficial for your health that you can cons consider. Uh, what I'm trying to say right now is that we are in trouble. America is in trouble. And I think this situation where Iran backed Houthis militia killed three U.S. soldiers is a big problem because you have to ask yourself, is it really possible at this point that we can make peace with the Islamic Republic of Iran? Is it possible? And you know we've been in a shadow war between us and Iran over the last couple of decades. But right now we're facing third world war. We are. We are facing a third world war. And you know Biden and they, really it was Obama and Biden's nuclear deal. At all costs, they want this nuclear deal with Iran to go through. And uh, But Iran is pushing to build nuclear bombs. I'm going to use those bombs on Israel and on the United States of America. So should we not be sending up some jets now, flying over where the nuclear sites program is and, and bunker busting, cluster busting, bombing, using Moabs, using everything to just destroy that nuclear program? Should we not? So... That's something that I wanted to say that's very important. Nikki Haley. Well, I know she may have supporters in this group listing, but I think she's a neocon, a warmonger, etc. And um, I don't like the way these people treated Trump or show their loyalty towards him, even when he's facing his challenging times. So my support for her has plunged. I'm no longer... I'm not interested in providing her any support. I I don't think she will make a good vice presidential candidate either. You know, there are a lot of people, well, you know, she's Indian, half Indian, etc., etc. But that doesn't mean anything. And if it is that you want to... I don't think President Trump will deal with her. I think the attacks are getting too personal, too close to home. And I never really found that she was appealing enough to be vice president, which could hold the president's slot. So I want to get that on the table so that you understand how I think about these issues. Now, we have a lot, a lot of problems in the world because this border issue is, is proven to be one of the most serious. We have a serious drug problem with devastating, catastrophic drugs called fentanyl, 
coming up through the southern border and a lot of young people dying from it. I would like the Biden administration to send some B1B bombers to bomb Wuhan, China. Because Wuhan, China is what produces a precursor to fentanyl. And that's what arrives in this southern America and makes its way up to the Mexican border, finds its way up through the Caribbean, then into Miami and way up into America. So it's not a good situation. And uh, what I'm trying to say is that America faces its darkest hour now. And I want to ask the listeners a simple question. There's some of you who are full-throated full -throated Trump supporters like me. But there are many who voted for him before, say they wouldn't vote now. Some who've never voted would like to vote now. Some who voted and had a good time. Think they were successful. I think the point I'm trying to make is absent of Trump, which one of the clowns or the idiots on that stage could do for America what is needed to be done now? Which one? Which one has the strength to deal with Z, President Xi from China, Putin from Russia, etc.? Which one? I can't see any. They're a bunch of clown cars. They're a bunch of clowns in a clown car show. In a big serious matter. I wanted to say that um what I wanted to talk about is um this issue about the uh trucker convoy. There's a convoy uh, going to the southern border. I think it's Eagle Cross. The name of the truck convoy is take take back, take our border back. And it's and and I think it actually has some rule from Tucker Carlson. But what it is is these truckers and this convoy is gonna head to that place with the most illegal crossings a day. Eagle Pass. I wouldn't lie. Parties have gotten to me and asked me if I can speak on stage there for a few minutes. I'm giving it serious consideration. But that trucker convoy, I think, is something that those who can logistically is something that you should consider. Because America is in trouble. And we need to secure our borders. No question about it. And um, a nation falls apart and destroyed if it has no borders. <laughs> right now, there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of people talking about a Robert Kennedy as vice president, ticket with Trump. The fact of the matter is, I like Kennedy. I know him personally. But he's a leftist. And uh, I don't want a leftist near the control wheel anymore. 
So if Trump went the route of a Kennedy exercise, they're going to have to get that clarified. Because they could lose a lot of support. So it will be nice. It's a serious consideration. And um, what I'm trying to say right now is that there's this move right now. It's a very fascinating situation that I wanted to table it to you now so you understand what's, hap what's happening. There's this philosophy by some Substack blog writers and stuff, and it makes... It's a very makes for interesting read. Doesn't mean that they're actually correct, but what they're trying to say in their core argument their core argument is that we could separate out the different persons in the, in the COVID freedom fighting into tier one, tier two, tier three. What they're trying to say is very controversial. And I'm going to try and explain it in the best way I can. They are trying to say that we, the public, in our respective nations, were hurt by the lockdowns that did kill and the mRNA vaccine brought to you by Malone, Carrico, Wiseman, et al. Who were the mRNA technology people? along with Albert Bula, Stefan Bansel, and Ugir Sahin of BioNTech, Bansel of Moderna, etc. And that's the point. The point is we've been very, very hurt, devastated by the overall response to this non-pandemic because there was never, ever a pandemic. What a lot of these people are saying is that those people who came out and we looked at them as the wrongdoers, that, that's tier one. And tier two is like the freedom fighters. Those who set up the little radio stations, you know, doing a lot of stuff by Zoom. And then there are tier threes and lower down. But the argument they're making is that The tier two people are no different than tier one. And in fact, it's like acting as a double agent in the sense that the tier two people befriended the American public or the Canadian public, etc., with things around early treatment, etc. This is the argument. And we are trying to examine it to see. And what they're trying to say is the tier two people those that we see in media, those who are quote-unquote on our side, those who speak out daily too, the argument behind the scenes, I'm not laughing at it because I think there's some credibility in everything. I don't like people to believe anything I say the same way I don't like to believe anything anyone says. I take from every, from every place what I think is accurate. What I don't, I don't even consider. But what they're saying is over time, we will begin, not might, we will begin to see a shift in discussion and debate and philosophy where they actually begin to ask you to avert your gaze 
back to the lockdowns and, his, and the vaccines and give it a second chance. In other words, take the vaccine back into the lab and examine it, and that will fix things. Can you imagine the insanity of what I just said? And my view is all of that is wrong. And uh, all of it is wrong. What was done? I find this philosophy to be very interesting because it might have some credibility. In, in other words, what these people are trying to argue is that all of those people, when I say all, many, and of the senior people who are freedom fighters, they are actually not that they will soon and in time go to the other side and try to take all of their followers with them. That's the key. And that's what's so troubling about this. I want to I wanna remind you about the masked men who ran into the church. <clears throat> in Istanbul, Turkey. A Christian church, a Catholic church specifically. And killed, killed. They claim to be doing it on behalf of I of um. ISIS. That's a very serious matter. Um. So back to the back to the convoy. The issue is. The convoy is going to go to Eagle Pass and try to give solidarity to the border agents, etc., etc. This could become a very violent thing. I'm not too sure if it's worth <clears throat> going. Well, <clears throat> there are some stories. <clears throat> that I'd like to touch on. And uh, before we go to the third segment, <clears throat> I wanted to apologize this, like something is stuck in my throat. <clears throat> I want to remind you quickly again. I believe America is the greatest nation in the world, bar none. I believe America is like a ship right now listing left and right and taking on water. I believe America needs to fix its leaks, its gashes and its hulls, fix its sails, and begin anew again. <clears throat> so somewhere along the line, the wheel was handed over to Biden, Inc., and they have destroyed America in every manner possible. <clears throat> I think that I wanted to remind you that America is worth fighting for. And I'll continue waging a battle to fight for America. <clears throat> you know, we are here still because some people, bad people, were fooling around with pathogen. And I'm not going to say coronavirus. I'm not going to use the word COVID. And um, <clears throat> I believe that 
whatever it is they detected with the PCR test was always circulated. I believe after Mena, Cherry, and Barak, and they published their paper in 2015, 2016, it was hushed up and silenced. <clears throat> but the reality about it is that we are here because bad people did some bad things. They tried to convince you like the bullers and the wise mans and stuff that they they were fooling around and effing around with the human genome. Yet they ran silent when the vaccines were rolled out and they knew from all of their research that the vaccine didn't stay at the injection site, that the vaccine didn't dissolve quickly. They knew. They knew about the lies of asymptomatic transmission. They knew everything. Yet they lied and they remained silent. So we are here because something was released that caused respiratory-type symptoms, influenza-like, in elderly, high-risk people, principally with underlying medical conditions. But most of the people who died, let us not fool ourselves. Most of the people who died, died because of denial of treatment. All the bears in hospitals were COVID bears, remember, in 2020, 2021. <clears throat> and the medical management killed people. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Many voices, one freedom united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news, a place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hello, welcome to segment three of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour, brought to you by uh, America Out Loud, Malcolm and his crew. And I would say again, thank you as we begin this final segment for this show. Remember, uh, the, the, the show, the talk show goes to podcast. The day after, you can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Um, <clears throat> Malcolm and they are doing such a good job. Please find ways to support them. Don't forget my blog, my Substack. It's um, you can find it on Alexander News Network. It was Alexander COVID News, but I've changed the name to Alexander News Network. And why I did that? So A N N is because it's Alexander News Network. 
Well, it's because COVID is done. So I'm not one of those fear mongers, those, um, I would say, leeches, only trying to get money from people. I'm not. And I want to let you know COVID is over. So you have to stop this COVID narrative and this fear porn to driving people to get vaccine and stuff. We need to stop it. Even many in the freedom movement, they're very guilty of this. They, they can't let it go because they're just into enriching themselves now. So go to Alexander News Network. You will find my Substack, and um, please subscribe. It's for free. I've made it free. I have no paywalls. You could comment, get into the discussion. If you want to help me in any way, you could subscribe. Uh, most Substacks is like 300 bucks, 200 bucks a year and stuff like that. Mine, I have it at $29, and I, and I would have made it for free. But act well, I would have made it like ten bucks or something like that yearly, but Substack wouldn't let me go below that twenty nine ninety nine mark. They have a threshold. Anyway, please consider, and if you want, you can go to Zell Z E L L E, and the email is sr seven two eight three at gmail dot com. Sr seven two eight three at gmail dot com. If you want to provide me any support, thank you very much. Um. Right now, uh, you know, we support the wellness company, TWC.Health, uh, provide a range of nutraceuticals and trying to revolutionize healthcare and put the decision-making back into your hands. So many issues, again, you know, in this third segment that we can talk about. But I think right now the drive is to get this COVID narrative over, to stop the fear porn and to to stop the mRNA shots, the COVID vaccines complete. No child, no adult, no elderly person, no infant, no one. The vaccines, these COVID vaccines are ineffective and they are unsafe. No one should be given these shots under no condition. There is no uh, clinical medical basis right now. And yes, at times in the past, we'd have said, you know, <clears throat> if you are properly well-informed, And so what I mean is you explain the benefits and the harms and you make the decision that you still want it. Well, that's your decision. But I think doctors today have failed us in so many ways. They may try to get back some credibility by informing people that, you know, even if I explain to you the benefits and the harms and I tell you that this, this vaccine is more harmful, it, it skews towards harms for you. It really confers no benefit on you, and you say you still want it. I think doctors should be strong enough and brave enough to say, you know what, if you need to find another doctor, go and find another doctor, but I'm not giving you the shot. But the problem is they're not. They want to protect their salary and their grants and their stuff, so they're not going to lose no money to save and protect your life. That's how it operated across COVID. Doctors, medical doctors, our doctors were the principal killers in the sense that they killed people. Most of the people who died, look, I was looking at some data yesterday. I put it up on a substack. 90%, so that's almost all, of the deaths in Canada happened in our nursing homes and our long-term care facilities and age homes. 
I'm not talking about 5%. I, I, I want you to listen to the number again. It's going up in one of my Substack blogs. It's in Q. 90% of the people who died, we're talking about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands who died, they died in our nursing homes in Canada. Not just in Ontario, across Canada. It's a stagger. You know, you remember, you remember historically, we had the killing fields in um of Cambodia. You remember that show, the killing fields? Of remember before it was called Kampuchea? Um, the killing fields of Kampuchea, Cambodia. A million people died, were slaughtered. Well, that is what when in terms of the concentration. In other words, if you are an elderly person, if you are granny or grandpa or parents or you are anyone, and you went and you somehow you were in a nursing home or aged home or a long-term facility or some kind of congregated setting in Canada from 2020, 2021, 2022, and they had you there, your chance of death was almost 100%. Constantly running the quote-unquote COVID outbreaks, but your chance of death was almost 100% at any moment. 90% of the people who died in Canada across COVID came from our nursing homes. 9-0. What did they do, our parents and grandparents? Remember, I have written and spoken about the COVID protocol. And I wanted to talk right now about a particular... Uh, thing, uh, paper that I had blogged on from the Defense Department, they warned about future pandemics that will target specific genomes, races, etc. So what they're trying to say is these people, these dark, the unseen hand then, the deadly unseen hand, the hand behind the curtain, so to speak, that they will actually gin up and edit and tweak the genetic material and to target in other words, almost like we're going back to eugenics then, to depopulation. And we're trying to say is depopulation. And that's something I want to talk to you quickly by hopefully in this segment too. But the U.S. Department of Defense is talking about the future pandemics that will target specific genomes. And if used by individuals or organizations with ulterior motives, I think that's the story. These types of genetic weapons, because remember, they're fooling around with genomes and we argue. This has been a bioweapon. You could, they could actually tweak it and engineer it to develop it, to kill certain specific groups in our population. In other words, if they wanted to take out certain segments of society, they could. If they wanted to take out Muslims, if they wanted to destroy Jews, even, I know we're talking about from a religious point of view, but, but let's say blacks, um, Caucasians, who knows what they're capable of doing? Well, people of a predetermined ethnicity. You could selectively target special racial, if they exist at this level, specific racial genes. And the Defense Department seems to be, now, to be honest with you, if the Defense Department is worried, then I, I, I am actually more worried that they are involved. Because somehow or the other, they played a role in this COVID madness. And this was madness. And a lot of wrongs and criminality happened here that we're going to have to learn about historically. 
once we have the right people in the White House, in the government, in the Justice Department, to get to the bottom of this. But you know, coronavirus did serve for us as a wake-up call of what they can do by bioengineering viruses when they come from a lab. And, and you know, it's a difficult thing here because I want to talk about this bioengineering and coming from the lab and my, I should say, update in what I think, because I'm beginning to argue with you now that I do not think this came from a lab. It was made in a lab, maybe multiple labs in Ukraine, Canada, United States, etc. But I believe it was not leaked from a lab the way they want us to believe from, from a lab in Wuhan, China, one lab. No, I don't. And there's a new theory that we are trying to develop based on infectious clones, that this was a deliberate attempt to topple a sitting president and destroy America, but not from a lab leaked from a lab in Wuhan. All of these people were involved, but it's not possible <clears throat> for mRNA virus to infect so many people and emerge in so many places all at once as this happened. The biology is just not there. COVID was not a pandemic. It was never a pandemic. Pan across the United States, across the world. It was not. This was a lie. This was a fake pandemic. This didn't even rise to the level of an emergency. But I will get to that discussion, if not fully in this show, or by the next show. But what we're trying to say is that when they took our parents, going back to Ontario, because, you know, I can't just say what I just said and not unpack it a bit. They took granny. What did they do? They abused her physically. So many elderly people were chained up, shackles put on their legs, ankle bracelets. They couldn't even move out of their room. They were being tracked like that. They were beaten. You go to see your parents. If you did get to see, they bruised. We have many personal stories that we could talk about happening in our own family. But they took granny from the nursing home with a small cough. Nobody wants to touch granny. The children even made a mistake. They're rushing granny to emergency. Nursing home rushed granny to emergency room. Once granny got there, she began, she's on her deathbed. Because they are going to kill her. And in killing her, putting her through the COVID protocol, hospitals in Canada, United States, and UK were incentivized. Put her on that black hole, dark death train protocol that she's going on the on the on the on the upper end she's going to die but at the entry end they just needed that they needed to designate her as covid so they could get money from the government hospitals were paid tens of thousands hundreds of thousands to keep granny on the covid train knowing that they're killing her and that's where we're going to have to discuss the population agenda and all of these things because none of it makes sense what they have done. All of these places operated in the same way. You took granny, you isolated her, 
You gave her COVID test and she was positive when she was 95% false positive, which the PCR process did. You put her in a, in a room behind a glass window. Nobody would touch her. Doctor wouldn't touch her. Nurse wouldn't touch her. For weeks, the, the average life from when granny entered to when she died was about 3.5 weeks. That's what the data has. She'd live all, uh, roughly a month in a critical situation dying. She's dying. And during that time, they're doing her multiple things so they could build the government more. But each procedure, but each procedure they knew is putting her food and food into the grave. They know when she touches the emergency room door, her 28-day mortality skyrockets 40%. That's for any individual, especially if you're elderly, don't vulnerable. Your 28-day mortality goes up about 40 to 40% because you're going to catch some sort of iatrogenic infection there like Staphylococcus aureus, C. difficile or something. Often when you're in the emergency room setting in the hospital, you get that diarrheal illness that will kill them. You took granny in. You put her behind the glass window. We went and we peeled back the blankets. We saw multiple, multiple elderly people laying there with mounds of feces over their stomach, their chest. You couldn't see it because they're under a blanket. Maggots crawling all over them. Nobody would change them. They're laying in their pieces and they piss. In their own shit they're laying. And nobody would change them. That's what we did. And no, the doctors wouldn't touch them because the doctor had on their shields. They wouldn't even go in. Standing up there behind the glass window with a chart. And granny's dying. Granny's isolated, so in fear. The greatest killer of elderly person in an institutional setting is isolation. You malnourished her because you wouldn't touch her. So she's not eating. So she's wasting. You dehydrated her because you're not touching her. You wouldn't give her nothing to drink. Then you sedated her with a cocktail of five drugs. We wrote about, I wrote about, and I spoke about. Propofol. You know what propofol is. That's what killed Michael Jackson. Propofol, the anesthesia, when you go under surgery. Combined with my dazalam, that paralytic that we give persons in the death chamber we're going to execute just before we introduce the potassium to stop the heart. We give them my dazalam. So granny was put on propofol, my dazalam. She was put on lorazepam. You know lorazepam. Half of you on it. Fentanyl and diamorphine. All of those were stopping her heart, suppressing her breathing. You can't put an elderly who already has labored breathing, who now has some sort of respiratory thing because she came there with a little cough, maybe a cold. All of these medications I just told you suppresses breathing, respiration. They're respiratory suppressants. So you taking an elderly already at risk and you suppressing her, her, rep, her, her and his grandpa respiration more. So she's dying. Your place do not resuscitate orders on her. We're unknown to the family. So the family who can no longer, once they put her in there, no longer could they see her. When she dies, they wouldn't even be able to bury her. They couldn't even bury her own dead. You remember that? Your place do not resuscitate. So if she crashed there in that black hole, you don't even know that. And they're not going to resuscitate her, which they could. Your place no antibiotics order. When she needed antibiotics, because bacterial pneumonia was the principal killing advanced COVID secondary to, back, 
to viral infection. Then you pumped her with more toxic drugs. You pumped her with remdesivir, which is that failed Ebola, Ebola drug. <clears throat> Kidney and liver toxic. So she was dying. And if she didn't die, then you, you intubated her and you placed her on the ventilator. <clears throat> and the ventilator blew massive holes in her lungs. And she developed ventilator-associated pneumonia, VAP. Her lungs were so traumatized by after three weeks in there that by just slapping on that ventilator with, you're not calibrating the pressure of the air, you're just blowing up her lungs. That's why coma was correct. <clears throat> as much as I detested coma in his politics, I remember on one of his shows, one of his um, podium announcements, he said, how come everybody who went on the, going on the ventilator, remember when he got Trump on it to give him a bunch of ventilators? He said, how come everybody going in the ventilator dying? He said, I can't understand this. I bring the ventilators, but all New Yorkers dying. He was right. <clears throat> COVID was never a pandemic. It was a depopulation agenda. The mRNA vaccine was never meant to work. It was to kill. The mRNA vaccine by Malone Bula Bansil is a killer. Thank you very much.